Okay, podcast is going. Video cast going in a minute. So this is Big John. You're listening to Americana, the American way. Alright, video's running. And you're still listening to Big John on Americana, the American way. Find me on Parlor at the Real Big John. All one word. And we'll light the cigar and get going. Thank you so much, uh, Chairwoman, Madam Chairwoman. I that was just a lot, and I think it's really important that it's addressed uh, very directly right now and in this moment. First and foremost, I don't want to hear a single person on this committee or outside of this committee talk about what about uh, valuing life when they continue to uphold the death penalty, when they continue to support policies that disproportionately incarcerate and lead to the deaths of black men and people throughout this country, and uphold in a an absolutely unjust medical system that exists for profit that allows people to die because they can't afford to live. In addition to that, if we want to talk about Planned Parenthood, let's talk about how many lives Planned Parenthood has saved and how many babies have been born because of the prenatal care provided by Planned Parenthood. And if you don't if you don't believe it, and if you've never met a Planned Parenthood baby, I'm happy to let you know that I am one. And that my mother received and relied on prenatal care from Planned Parenthood when she was pregnant with me. And so if we're concerned about life, we don't get to talk about anyone else who's not concerned about the full spectrum of that when we are upholding policies that kill people. We are truly starting to... That's all bullshit. Thank you. (laughs) That was Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's latest (laughs) idiotic babble. Um, And we'll get into that in a minute. But um, some real fireworks going off in my head right now. I saw this uh, tweet from Ben Shapiro. Actually, someone took a screenshot and posted it to their uh, Instagram. Um, And Ben's funny. It says, happy birthing person's day to all the egg producing homo sapiens of unspecified gender who made the decision to bring to term a meaningless cluster of cells. Let me read through that one more, one more time. After I take a few puffs. And the screen on my phone goes black. <clears throat> ben Shapiro. Happy birthing person's day to all the egg producing homo sapiens 
of unspecified gender who made the decision to bring to term a meaningless cluster of cells. Oh me, oh my. Well, if that wasn't just the, the hoot nanny of the day. So that got me going. And I went down this rabbit hole of what in the heck is birthing person's day. Of course, for all of us sane people, today was Mother's Day. The day we honor our mothers, at least here in the United States. I don't know what you do in your your land. But anywho, anywho, anywho. <laughs> I guess this is the latest in political correctness in, um, I mean, first of all, who else gives birth other than mothers? I didn't. I don't, if you, even, <clears throat> even if you have a sex change operation, I don't think you can birth a child. As far as I know, that medical science hasn't screwed up God's work that far yet. I could be wrong. I don't know. So I found this Newsweek article. And if you want to look it up, it's Newsweek, birthing people's day, question mark, Corey Bush debate rages into Mother's Day weekend. So let's see what Corey Bush did. An online debate sparked by Missouri Democratic Congresswoman Corey Bush calling women Birthing people has raged into Mother's Day weekend. On Thursday, Bush drew praise and criticism after she used the term birthing people to describe mothers in a speech to Congress. I sit before you today as a single mom, as a nurse, as an activist, as a congresswoman, and I am committed to doing the absolute most to protect black mothers. Well, keep them away from Planned Parenthood. Uh, to protect black babies. Keep them away from Planned Parenthood too. Protect black birthing people and save lives, she said. What is a birthing people? Later that day, Bush repeated the term in a tweet. Every day, black birthing people... And our babies die because our doctors don't believe our pain, she wrote. What? That's about as stupid as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying that uh, the for-profit health system uh, causes people to die because they can't afford treatment. That's not true at, at all. Uh, there are for-profit hospitals, and they are usually the best hospitals. But in general, any hospital that accepts public funds cannot turn you away. Anyhow, uh, in this is this is her tweet, Congresswoman Cory Bush, blue check mark Twitter. Every day, black birthing people and our babies die because our doctors don't believe our pain. What? 
That doesn't even make sense. My children almost became a st statistic. I almost became a statistic. I testified my experience at Oversight Dems today. Hear us, believe us, because for so long nobody has. What in the blue hell is she talking about? Alright, let's play this video and see. Get some more context. St. Louis, and I thank you, Chairwoman Maloney and uh, Congresswoman Kelly, for your leadership in convening this all-important hearing. It is an honor to join my sisters in service, Congresswoman, Congresswoman Presley, Underwood, and Adams as part of today's panel. I sit here before you as a mother, a single mother of two. Zion, my eldest child, was born at 23 weeks gestation versus what is considered a normal pregnancy at 40 weeks. When I was early in my pregnancy with him, I didn't think that there could even be a possibility that there could be a complication. I became sick during my pregnancy. I had hyperemesis gravidarum, which was se uh, severe nausea and vomiting. I was constantly throwing up for the first four months of my pregnancy. Around five months, I went to see my doctor for a, a routine prenatal visit. As I was sitting in the doctor's office, I noticed a picture on the wall that said, if you feel like something is wrong, something is wrong. Tell your doctor. I felt like something was wrong, so, I, so that's what I did. I told my doctor. I told her that I was having severe pains, and she said, oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Go home, and I'll see you next time. So that's what I did. I went home. Okay, so it sounds like she had a crappy doctor. I mean, if she's, if she's a nurse, nurses get paid pretty well, living wage, or better. They have medical insurance. So the the doctor thought she was maybe experiencing normal pregnancy issues. Let's listen. One week later, I went into preterm labor. At 23 weeks, my son was born. One pound, three oh, ounces. His ears were still in. That's sad. There was obviously complications and the doctor overlooked them. But that's a, a bad doctor. In his head, his eyes were still fused shut. His fingers Aww. were smaller than rice and his skin was translucent, a black baby. Translucent skin. You could see his lungs. He could fit within the palm of my hand. Mm. He was, we were told he had a 0% chance of life. The chief of neonatal surgery happened to be in the hospital that morning and saw my case on the surgical board and she decided to try to resuscitate him. It worked. So the, a, a prenatal specialist, someone who specializes in premature baby births, saw what was going on and saved her baby's life. God, thank God for that. That was a blessing. Where's her beef? Oops. For the first month of his life, Zion was on the ventilator fighting to live. For four months, he was in the neonatal uh, care unit. The doctor who delivered my son apologized. She said, you were right and I didn't listen to you. Give me another chance. Two months later, I was pregnant again, so I went back to her. At 16 weeks, I went for an ultrasound at the clinic and saw a different doctor who was working that day. I found out again. I was in preterm labor. The doctor told me that the baby was going to abort. I said, no, you have to do something. But he was adamant. And he said, just go home. Let it abort. You can get pregnant again because that's what you people do. 
My sister Kelly was with me. We didn't know what to do after the doctor. That's what you people do? That's a lot of bit racist. Maybe she, I, I, that, that's messed up. If that's what you people do? That's not cool. So obviously she's got some sort of condition or problem that's causing her to have these premature births. I'm not an expert, but that's what it sounds like to a layman. Left. So we saw a chair sitting, sitting in the hallway. My sister picked up the chair and she threw it down the hallway. Nurses came running from everywhere to see what was wrong. A nurse called my doctor and she put me on a stretcher. The next morning, my doctor came in and placed a cerclage um, on my uterus and I was able to carry my baby, my daughter, my angel, who is now 20 years old. My son, who was saved, is now 21 years old. This is what desperation looks like, that chair flying down a hallway. This is what being your own advocate looks like. Everyday black women are subjected to harsh and, harsh and racist treatment during pregnancy and childbirth. Everyday black women die because the system denies our humanity. It denies us patient care. I sit before... She wasn't denied patient care. I mean, the doc one of the doctors said something really stupid. The prior doctor did a misdiagnosis, but begged her for a second chance. And when her original doctor found out what was going on, her original doctor treated her. I don't see how that, aside from the one doctor saying that's what you people do. I don't see what, where there's a systematic problem with our medical system in the race category, but what the hell does, how does that make you a birthing person? Uh, let's read on. Critics of Bush, pardon me, critics of Bush's birthing people remarks claim that the term is derogatory and reduces the function of women to merely childbirth. I mean, that, that is kind of what it sounds like. On the other hand, proponents argue that the gender-neutral term is inclusive to trans people who have been disenfranchised in society. I didn't know trans people could give birth and have babies. That must be like something really new. I'm going to tweet Blair White and see if she knows what in the blue hell that, that's all about. Or maybe, I mean, I could Google search it, but Blair White's my, my go-to for uh, the trans community. Um, anyways, Republican Congressman Nancy Mace of South Carolina tweeted, Birthing people, you mean women or moms? The left is so woke, they're stripping women from one of the, uh, stripping women from the one thing that only we can do. Leave it to the libs <laughs> to botch highlighting an important issue people in both parties can agree on by uh, catering to the fringes. Actress Rose McGowan tweeted, birthing people question mark. Rose is awesome. She is such a strong, brave woman. I, I love her. 
um, not in that sense, but I mean, the, her character, I love her as a person. Um, anyways, Rose, birthing people, question mark. I'm empathetic to your painful and unfairly traumatic experience at Cori Bush, but why are you smearing bio women to virtue signal to trans women? Why can't we rise together? Your language is creepy. You are gas you are gaslighting what are you doing during what you're doing is dangerous pardon me uh, this is the first time i've read this article so uh, what you're doing is dangerous hashtag dem cult um i would say so because transgender women that apparently can give birth now i don't know uh they Anyways, if she was virtue signaling to trans women, trans women tend to want to be accepted as women. But I did not know that they could put a uterus and all of that into a man's body after mutilating his genitals and make him capable of giving birth as a woman. Didn't know sex changes had progressed that far. Well, let's move on and rap about AOC and her BS about good old planned parenthood. And I found something that... I hope I didn't lose it. No, I didn't. Okay. Something Dave Chappelle said really... Uh, interesting in regard to Planned Parenthood. Uh, if we can get it to just play. In human history. This is the age of spin. The age where nobody knows what the fuck they're even looking at. Did you know that Planned Parenthood was for abortions? It's for people that don't plan things out at all. <laughs> That's right. So, a guy your age doesn't really know how he feels. Are you pro-choice? Are you anti-consequences? What does it all really mean? Your generation lives in the most difficult time in human history. This is the age of spin. The age where nobody knows what the fuck they're even looking at. Did you know that Planned Parenthood was for abortions? It's for people that don't plan things out at all. That's right. So, a guy your age doesn't really know how he feels. Are you pro-choice? Are you anti-consequences? What does it all really mean? Of course you heard what's going on Facebook Terrence Williams kind of jumped in there real quick on me but uh so <laughs> oh dear sweet ditzy AOC so she's a planned parenthood baby a success story uh, I remember in high school we had a Planned Parenthood um, wasn't an abortion clinic. It was 
uh, a place where you could go and get free condoms by the handful. I mean, you, you'd walk out of there with a brown paper bag with uh, condoms, uh, lube, uh, spermicide, sponges, not the kind, just Google what I'm talking about. Uh, not the kind you wash your dishes with or your car with, something totally different. Uh, birth control sponge. Um, you, you could go get any type of birth control in there that you wanted to. Uh, you could get uh, pamphlets on pregnancy. Uh, a lot of younger women, teen moms, went there. Um, I think they had like low-priced or free prenatal uh, medication, like uh, prenatal vitamins that pregnant girls needed. But mostly it was a place to go get free condoms. Um, so, in the debate, this is uh, ACLJ. Um, not, a, not to be confused with ACLU. So, in the debate over defunding Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood and its allies spin numerous tales about why defunding Planned Parenthood would be damaging. They've been caught uh, yet again in a lie. We previously debunked claims about the percentage of services, about what percentage of services are abortions, and how many mammograms are performed, the answer is zero mammograms. Uh, another and other false claims. Yesterday, jur journalists at Action Live revealed the results of an undercover investigation that exposed another falsehood widely promoted by Planned Parenthood uh, hyphen their parental services. So this is in regard to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's claim that uh, they do actually plan pregnancies and so on. Um, Planned Parenthood CEO Cecil Richards and others have long used the provision of prenatal care as an example of why defunding the nation's largest abortion provider would be a bad idea. But investigative journalists contacted 97 Planned Parenthood abortion clinics around the country, either by phone or in person, to ask about getting prenatal care. Uh, and the video recapping the investigation, investigative journalism is stunning. Only five of the 97 clinics contacted actually provided prenatal services. That's 95% of clinics contacted do not provide prenatal services. Multiple clinics even admit and chuckled uh, at how deceptive and devices the name Planned Parenthood truly is given the prominent service they offer for pregnant women is abortions. One clinic in Virginia Beach had an automated message advertising prenatal care, but when 
Planned Parenthood staff, when a Planned Parenthood staffer <clears throat> got on the phone, she informed the caller that they, in fact, do not offer prenatal care. So, at their abortion clinics, see, I, I thought there were abortion clinics and then there were uh, clinics or stores like the one I remember uh, in East Liverpool, Ohio, Calcutta, technically, St. Clair Township. Anyways, that you could go in and get your prenatal vitamins and then they had separate clinics for the abortions. Apparently now the abortion clinics are an all-in-one thing and you don't see, I don't, I don't see a Planned Parenthood uh, building that is not an abortion clinic uh, also, or exclusively, evidently. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in Tempe, Arizona, Planned Parenthood offers abortions, so they do not offer prenatal care. In Santa Fe, staff members say, stated, no, see, we don't see pregnant women as a way of giving prenatal care. We see pregnant women, um, you know, if they are considering other options. The clinic informed the investigative journalists that they only use ultrasounds to perform abortions. So if you go in there and want to get an ultrasound of your baby, there, uh, like in Ohio, we have what's called the heartbeat law. When the baby has a heartbeat, uh, the mother goes and wants an abortion. They are required to show the mother that the heart is beating via ultrasound and that uh, the baby is healthy or not, but usually it is, um, that the baby's healthy and has a heartbeat. And they have to give the mother other options like adoption or something like that. Um, but Planned Parenthood doesn't do that. Planned Parenthood clinics provide significantly fewer services than federal, than federally qualified healthcare centers. Now, Planned Parenthood claims to be a healthcare center. That's how they get federal funding. Uh, those centers also provide non-abortion services provided by Planned Parenthood including birth control, uh, manual breast exams, and STD testing. Cecil, Cecil Richards once again confirmed Planned Parenthood does not provide emergency first responder care, child, uh, pardon me, well-child services, mammograms, immunizations, radiological ser services, nurse on staff, so they don't even have a nurse on staff and they're performing abortions? I mean, I, I guess it only takes a doctor. I don't know. Uh, so for every Planned Parenthood clinic, there are 20 community health centers ready to provide all the non-abortive services currently being offered by Planned Parenthood. It is blatant. It is a blatant lie to claim these communities would be left unserved if Planned Parenthood loses federal funding. Uh, there's a debate going on on Capitol Hill 
to defund Planned Parenthood's um, abortion clinics. Uh, and they've, Planned Parenthood has been caught in several scandals um, of selling aborted baby organs on the black market. I mean, one of their, uh, I don't want to say CEOs, one of their doctors, well, one of their doctors did make a movie about what really goes on in Planned Parenthood. Um, I'd have to look up the name of it now, but uh, it, it was a pretty uh, moving movie, one of the best documentaries of a few years ago. And Planned Parenthood and Democrats and liberals tried to keep it out of theaters, but it went on to be uh, one of the best movies of the year. Well, one of the most popular. This article by Live Action. Uh, let's see here. Let me, do I want to go to the Life News article? So in this Life News article, it's got AOC. Okay, this is the article I want. It's got AOC stand outside uh, a Planned Parenthood clinic given the peace sign. But this has some interesting uh, information here. Research by David C. Reardon, a pro-life expert and founder of the Elliott Institute, asked women about their abortion experience or yeah, abortion experiences at Planned Parenthood. According to the study, 60% said the counselor very strongly encouraged them to choose abortion. Well, duh, because they're making money selling off the baby's organs. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Terzo, Tur, her last name is spelled T-E-R-Z-O, Terzo, of clinic quotes reports more about the study. Over 90% of those occur encouraged to abort by Planned Parenthood counselors said they were there was a strong chance they would have chosen against abortion had had not if they had not been so strongly encouraged to abort by others including a counselor of the planned parenthood patients only over 60% were still hoping to find an alternative to abortion when they went for counseling only 25% were already firm in their abortion choice. All felt planned, the Planned Parenthood counselor did little or nothing to help them explore their decision. 89% said the Planned Parenthood counselor was strongly biased in favor of abortion. Uh... And this is on lifenews.com if you want to look this up. Uh, the title is AOC Praises Planned Parenthood's Prenatal Care, but 95% of its abortion clinics don't even offer it. So Planned Parenthood can make money off of organ harvesting. Uh, 
I would imagine, I know babies are good for stem cells. I know that uh, baby blood, this is disgusting. But it's being used in some cosmetics uh, for women and, and guys too, I guess, uh, that want to help their skin look younger because the cells in the baby's blood are obviously younger and they help rejuvenate skin, I guess. Um, I, there's a clip out there somewhere of the, from the Steve Harvey show where this woman is telling him that this uh, cosmetic treatment that I get, it comes in a bottle and she puts a little on her finger and she rubs it on Steve Harvey's face and tells him uh, this contains, you know, baby skin or ba something from babies, baby blood. It's disgusting to think about. And Steve Harvey acts like, reacts like, what? You know, and, uh, but this is what, you know, the, the babies that are aborted from Planned Parenthood get used for, uh, rumors have it. And they have been caught on video. One of their employees was caught on video talking about, you know, how much money they can get for various organs from aborted fetuses, aborted babies or a clump of cells. Some women have even gone as far as calling it a parasite, a, ba a baby in your body until it is fully birthed and alive. Some women who are pro-abortion refer to these babies as parasites. Folks, it's a disturbing ass world we're living in. Scary, sickening. I, I'm just sitting here shaking my head. Um, the, the stuff that AOC said in her little tirade there that she does not even want to hear uh, people that support the death penalty talk about being anti-abortion. Uh, she doesn't want to hear us say that we're pro-life because we support the death penalty, uh, because we support a justice system that incarcerates uh, too many African-American people. Well, when 15% of the population is committing 50% of the violent crimes. That's not a problem with the legal system or the justice system. It's a socioeconomic problem that puts those men and women into a situation where they feel they don't have any other way out but to hustle uh, however they can to make money. Um... And that's as far as I'll go. It's not a racism thing. It's not a pro-life or a planned parenthood issue like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez thinks. Uh, it is a societal and socioeconomic problem, uh, breakdown in the family structure problem. But those are the difficult things to tackle. And... 
garbage like AOC, Al Sharpton, uh, evidently this uh, congresswoman uh, from wherever that I just talked about, Corey, somebody. Uh, it's easier to talk about racism and race than it is to get at core issues. The problems of our value system, our morality being broke down, our family structure destroyed, and they're encouraging us to destroy it. Um, you know, we recently had the worst jobless numbers in a long time come down. Why is that? Well, the government is paying people a bonus on top of their unemployment. So people that were making $8 an hour, when you get in the bonus money that the government's giving out on top of your unemployment, you're now making $15 an hour to sit at home. Businesses are begging people to come in to work. Businesses like McDonald's are paying people just to come in for interviews. And they've jumped their wages up at my local McDonald's to $12 an hour. At one a little further away, um, I mean a couple miles away, it's $11 an hour. Um, the Sheets gas stations that have, you know, like food and gasoline. Food tastes good. Little, little gassy taste at times. But no, I love sheets. In fact, I might be going there when I finish this podcast. Um, anyways, they're paying 11 bucks an hour. Where before this pandemic crap and the government started giving out bonuses for staying at home and collecting unemployment, they were paying nine fifty an hour. So... McDonald's has raised its wages. I don't know, what did they pay before? Minimum wage? So it's like a $4 increase from approximately $8 an hour. Uh, in Ohio, the minimum wage is higher than the national minimum wage. But they've raised their wages 4 bucks an hour to get, to get people to come in and work. Sheets has raised their wages $1.50 an hour from... Uh, Oh, a little over a year ago because the government is taking our energy, taking our enthusiasm to work away and you can sit at home, collect a paycheck, maybe have a, a little gig job on the side where you, you know, you mow grass or babysit or something like that. They're taking away our, our enthusiasm to work. Now AOC wants to tell us what we're allowed to think and say when it comes to um, abortion, which is unconstitutional. No member of Congress has the right or the authority to tell us what we can and cannot say. Plain, simple, amen, hallelujah, holy shit, where's the time and all? So hey, thanks guys for listening, watching. I'm on YouTube, I'm on Rumble. I'm on Anchor.fm and lots of other podcast platforms. <sighs> What's the world coming to? God bless y'all. Pray for one another. 
and we'll see you next time on Americana the American Way.